Denver, Colorado. This is Channel Thunder cakes. <laughs> Thunder cakes. I, I don't know where that came from. I guess because you call Jason Lamb Chop. Lamb Chop. Yeah. So I tried to come up well. with dun, 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 dun. Welcome to episode 27. For us, we're having deja vu because we actually recorded half the show and then I kicked the power strip and we hadn't saved it since we started the recording and so now we're starting over and we're going to do a nice speedy run through yes so we will talk very fast and we will mention a few things and that'll be it yeah uh starting with uh stuff and things then we'll move on to other stuff and things and then further more into stuff and things <laughs> tonight it's going to be mark Woo-hoo! jason yo <laughs> jason is okay i'm sorry here. it's gonna be mark lamb chop Oh yeah, <laughs> and thunder cakes and thunder cakes. <laughs> Noah, we unfortunately thunder thunder thunder, thunder cakes. <laughs> thunder 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 cakes. <laughs> we are gymless again this evening. Yeah, between another another lame excuse, Jim is uh, claiming that he was hit by a car this while time on around. a bicycle. While on a bicycle. So we we all know the run, the running line of excuses he has. It's snowing. My car won't start. I have to work. I got hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a real pretty but good yeah. one. <laughs> this one's actually uh, real. pretty yeah. serious and. Yeah. Fortunately, he's doing okay. He's a perfect example of why everyone should wear their helmets when they ride on their bicycles. Yeah. Whether they're flying through a tornado or driving down a city street. Or it doesn't helmet. explain what's been wrong with Jim before the accident. Well, that's true. It might be a whole new Jim. Uh, Maybe they're rebuilding him with new technology. <laughs> Better. Bigger, stronger. Faster. faster. Stronger. More expensive. <laughs> Jim, it's Jim 2.0. So if you, uh, if you, uh, if you, if you would like to send Jim a, a message of any sorts, you can send him something at Jim at ChannelMassive.com, and uh, he'll be recovering in the meantime. Send him your hopefully. wishes for his well-being and yeah, speedy recovery. He's he's actually you know fine. I mean, as far as considering what happened, it's yeah, pretty surprising. I think he's like, got wow. a lingering shoulder injury and, he's and that facial pain, tick is kind of troubling but, other than <laughs> <that>. t- <laughs> but uh you know we're just glad he's made it okay it's a scary thing yeah definitely what mm-hmm. else do we have there well tonight we're going to talk quickly about what we've been playing oh yeah and then we're going to get into our round table twig Earlier in a, the last time we recorded Channel 27, just about an hour ago. Uh, <laughs> it we seems so long ago. <laughs> it does. We it's mentioned like something other. about heaving bosoms in the intern. I can't remember how we segued into that. Oh, because I said that I would hope that our readers would be ravished oh, yeah. by our episode tonight. That's right. And then Mark, of course, had to respond that 
Rape? <laughs> Do you mean that we're going to rape our, our listeners? Yeah, Mark seems with to be vanishing with raping, and that's like... And a, then Mark had to go to his ghetto online dictionary and claimed that ravish meant rape, and then I went to my authoritative online dictionary and said that was the fourth of four definitions. I think the word ravish, when you're talking about breasts, is only reserved for romance novels. It's like, he ravished her breasts with great <laughs> vigor. And we concluded from this lengthy conversation that Mark was in the need of ravishing of some sort. <laughs> Which isn't going to be coming from either of us. No. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm a, I'm Maybe a from the Fabio that's sitting next to him. Very grateful for that. Yeah, Mark's got his picture of Fabio. I, poster as I always do in the center of the room with the candles on each side. And <laughs> the little a, shrine. A heart doily that I made myself. Uh, <laughs> You have your little incense burning right now. I incense, Fabio. Yes. And, of oh. course, my I can't believe it's not butter uh, <laughs> containers from various iterations of the product. So uh, hopefully we can provide a similar shrine-inducing experience for you tonight in our extra speedy episode. Yep. So uh, is it time to move on to the uh, what we've been playing area of the, of the podcast type thing, Majigger, that we... So, that I'm so eloquently segueing to in an attempt to move on? <laughs> yes, yeah. I think so. <laughs> so, Noah, or as we call you, Power Supply Kicker, <laughs> um, what uh, what have you been playing? It's electrifying. <laughs> electrifying. <laughs> Let's see, I have been playing Legend of Zelda, The Phantom Hourglass, on my DS, and it's an excellent experience. It's really cool to see a game that usually requires lots and lots of buttons and context-sensitive actions to all be accomplished with a single stylus on a single touchscreen. Hmm. I also, last weekend, had, like, uh, cumulatively an eight-hour marathon session of Rock Band. Faster, the, faster. The parade of people just keep coming to my apartment. I keep forcing them to play Rock Band, but what was different about this group is that two of the guys that played with me played the game rock band with me <laughs> what kind of party yeah. was this exactly <laughs> if i knew that it was going to be this kind you know of it was ravishing we know how you guys on the west side of denver are <laughs> so. but they're so skilled they played exclusively on expert level which was just kind of whoa to watch but what made me feel good is they couldn't play hard on drums and so i had a role to play so in our could, little band you could say hey watch this yeah That's and we cool. got up to we we got I don't know. We were up to like 250, 260 stars total. We were on our way Jeez. to the Hall of Fame. And then we crashed and burned in some kind of Green Plains and Rolling Hills or something like that song. Hmm. By the Outlaws. Y- yeah, Jason is actually familiar with this. And we lost so many fans in like just a couple swipes that songs that we had previously completed and unlocked were locked back up, which was a Holy crap. scary kind of like tanked in a big heck? way. Wow. Yeah. That was really fun. In the MMO area, I actually got to play World of Warcraft again <clears throat> on our noob night. It was that was cool. Mark and I, I had a bit of a setback. I didn't think I was going to be able to play because I'd actually left my power supply for my laptop here during our last recording session. And, and we all know how you are with power supplies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this one doesn't have a switch on it, at least. Oh, <laughs> that's right. So I did a 48-mile round trip to get my power supply. 
Unfortunately, by the time we got started playing, I was pretty fatigued, and it was wonderful to return to the world of Azeroth. It's a very pretty place. I like it, but it kind of got a mono little monotonous, but yeah. we're really close to me getting my succubus. Yeah, that'll change things up a bit. Yeah. Yep. And I hope that... I don't know if we're going to continue into that, though, because recently we've been talking about, and this is kind of something that could hopefully get some feedback from our listeners about journeying on a an L2P tour where we... I think it's a cool idea where we would play some games that are free trial that hopefully most of us or none of us have any experience with. And so I have a plea to our listeners. If you have any hearty suggestions of what games we should play on our new Noob Night and upcoming Mondays, send us a suggestion at mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. Yeah, we look forward to uh, your input. Yeah, and... Maybe if you want, you can act as some kind of chaperone. You don't necessarily, we're not looking to be twinked out or anything, but if you want to actually play with us in whatever game that you're suggesting we try, something that's not one of the, that's not WoW and it's not City of Heroes. Not a AAA title, right? Just a yeah. free-to-play. Or a some kind of free-to-play game that you think would be fun for us to play puzzle through. Puzzle Pirates. Or mm. suffer through. <laughs> Mark's really big on the Puzzle Pirates lately. <laughs> Anyways, please... Give us your suggestions at mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. Thank you, Jason. And now back to our regularly scheduled segment. Mark, what have you been playing? Oh, okay. Um, I haven't played any console games in the last week. Uh, in fact, the only game I've played is World of Warcraft because it has got me squarely in its grasp. And now you're spamming our website with your... Yeah, gameplay. I'm actually tracking my leveling progress on the website. Mm, so <laughs> with a graph. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, if you guys want to see it, just go to our website and look in the very darkest, deepest little right-hand corner. And there website. it is, in all of its glory. And there's a Mark's obviously bot-fueled level. Oh yeah, <laughs> growth. <laughs> I am not a botter. Where he jumps from level ten to level forty in two days. It was nineteen. It was. I thought it was funny. I showed the histogram shows clearly that I was stuck at level nineteen for months because I, due to lack of interest, I quit playing WoW and actually let my account go. And then, like about three, maybe four <laughs> weeks ago, I started playing it again, and so. Now I'm up to 37. So now, like the crack addict you are, you're, you're. Oh man, and I'm loving it. It's fun. Full blown. And I think that we should totally derail that with our new L2P tour. Yeah. And watch that little graph just go flatline. Oh. <laughs> so cruel. Uh, but I've been playing that. I did the Noob Night with Jason. We were the only two people who played, and huh? that would yeah. be me with Noah. Oh yeah, not with to lamb take, chop with thunder kicks. Trying to take credit for all of Noah's achievements, Jason. Um, <laughs> anyway, I played with Noah and uh, and his warlock, and we we we're really super close to getting him as succubus, and that'll be pretty fun. Uh, I'm playing a little priest priestess, and uh, yeah, I've been playing my new my new main character, and I haven't been doing any battlegrounds with my level seventy. I've just been doing that. It's been a lot of fun. Sweet, Jay, what have you been doing? I too had a rock band marathon, although it was all all by myself. All by myself. It's true, man. <laughs> it's true. We need we need to bring back Menaces. Menaces needs to be unleashed upon the world. Swedish super group. Yes. the world. <laughs> yeah, so I did that. Uh, what else? I played Guitar Hero Three, of course, for a while. I'm really excited, actually. Games Game uh, Spot just announced that. Uh, there's going to be a Wii version of Rock Band, so I'm pretty stoked about that. So yeah, your Christmas dilemma of 
we are 360. Yeah, I know. Totally, totally shot shot out the window. Not no big deal. No big whoop. I will be able to play Rock Band on the Wii if I wish to. Uh, what else? I played of uh, EverQuest 2. EverQuest 2 has uh, been kind of just a new addiction for me. I really like the polish of the game. Uh, I started a new character in the City of Hate. What class is this one? Uh, I made a Shadow Knight. What's the race? Eh, it's okay. I made a Dark Elf. <laughs> Even your Delfs. He's got I, such an infatuation. I made a Dark Elf, the, the little boy. Looks like a little boy, you know, with a goatee and a crazy haircut. With a Is that what you're gonna be when you play uh, War? Are you gonna be like the dark elf? Uh? No, I, you know, I'm leaning more towards just like an orc or a, mm. or maybe one of those chaos guys. The oh yeah, one with those, like uh, one hand yeah. is a the lobster claw. I, actually, I like that one. The, the lobster claw cool. marauder thing. Those look really cool. That's what he says now, listeners. But what he will be, a, he will be a dark elf. Nah. When the time comes it. and he's ready to <laughs> click the button, <laughs> as if by some sinister force controlling him, his hand will slowly move up and select the dark elf. <laughs> his <laughs> eyes will roll back into his yeah. head. And <laughs> Fourteen hours later, he'll realize what has happened, but it'll be no, too late. It's too late. I'm already level forty. <laughs> I love I his effeminate features. <laughs> it makes me so happy in a it's way I never felt. By the yeah, floor. it's ravishing. Yes. Ravishing me with his eyes. <laughs> That's the word of the episode. <laughs> it's gotta be. <laughs> well, there's this like UFC fighter named Ravishing Red, something or other, and I always Seriously? thought, yeah, I always envisioned this guy like, brace yourself, I'm ready for some fun, you know? It's just like, <laughs> come here, boy. Yeah, come here, boy. What y'all doing over there? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, anyway. Anywho, with, with that, uh, that's what we've been playing this week. So, Jason, what time is it? Is it time to get ill? What's the time? It's, it's time, time to get, get ill. What's the time? It's, it's time, time to get ill. What's the time? It's time to get ill. It's time for the weekend gaming. I've got my little flag waving. <laughs> Let's see. Our first story for tonight is the City Vault. Uh, looks like the NCSoft folks gave a um, little bit of a City Vault feature at the recent San Jose meet and greet that they held. Um, the ci- and quoting them, the City Vault is coming soon to City of Heroes website and will showcase the millions of interesting heroes and villains found in Paragon City and the Rogue Isles. It will allow you to search for characters by a number of different criteria and then view those characters, including images of different costumes, powers, badges, friends, stats by zone, and other fun information. And uh, it looks like you can uh, manage what information will be displayed through the City Vault for your characters via several in-game options. Including my nudie code? Yes, including your nudie code. So it looks like this is yet another uh, web-based representation. Or, Or, yeah, the armory, the new thing that they announced for uh, Dungeon Runners. Just an XML kind of uh, interface. Not an API, as (laughs) some people have called it. Tut-tut. Yes, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, it looks looks pretty interesting. So I'm kind of excited. I think it'll be kind of cool to be able to, I don't know, See, I think it's cool for characters. City of Heroes because there's so much variety in, in the look of the characters and the villains. Yeah. Just to, I mean, if you're going to look at characters in the Warcraft vault, everybody's going to look pretty similar. You might see recognize exotic armor here or whatever, but yeah, City the, of Heroes and Villains, 
the character's appearance is one of the main selling points, so it might be kind of cool to browse through that once or twice, although I'm looking for more meaty and substantial updates in the future. And Jason, as we know, is looking for the fifth column. Yeah, I know. I'm Why couldn't you. they spend the time reviving Once the again, fifth column this could be a rant for you. It's like holiday content, web-based representation of in-game items and characters. Seriously, where's I mean, my fifth column? Seriously, where is, where, where is the time spent on reviving the fifth column? I think it's just... Eh. You should write your senator. I am. Boobies. Boobies. Dun 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 Snap out of it. Snap out of it. Vestiges. Put down your Samantha Fox posters. Come back to the 90s. I mean, wait, we're not even there. Come back to the. Dirty pillows. Oh. It's not dirty pillows, Mama. They're breasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, in Second Life, somebody has used the uh, Flexi. new Flexi Prim technology to to form as the building blocks to a better design, to a <laughs> truer design, where the design that this application was meant to be made for, which is boobies. Realistic representation of breasts? Yes. Is that, is that what Second Life was all about? And exactly. Just... Anyway, this uh, the technology is derived, derived from uh, uh, recent innovations to Second Life uh, called FlexiPrims. Basically, they're building blocks which bend to physical forces like wind and gravity and sculpties. Um, which are prims designed to more realistically simulate organic shapes. So anyway, they merged the t this this designer merged the two together and uh, made bouncing rests out of them. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, so uh, apparently, Raven, even though uh, she she owns a store called Smashing Prims um, mm. in Second Life, and she's selling these these augmentations for about two thousand dollars a pop. I guess that's $2,000, roughly, in Second Life money. So, wow, I'm kind of shocked it was a woman who developed it and not, like, a team of adolescent <laughs> males. Well, actually, she even she says this. She says, I've always been small-breasted and disliked being that so uh, while most she's of my gone. life. Um, you know, she, she's always wanted half-decent breasts and a motherhood... She, she recently, I guess, was pregnant and became a mom recently, and realized her dream for big boobies. And so it kind of it kind of gave her bigger breasts, of course, as pregnancy tends to do, and she kind of liked it. And so she said, "Hey, why not do that with my second life character and and let other people have that ability too?" So did her second life avatar have like a whole pregnancy? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think that's how it worked. But a flexi prim baby bump, <laughs> an undulating the video of this. It's just like crazy. It's like it's, these breasts are like flying all over the place, and they're not even. They have a mind of their. They, they really do. do. They that's just what they are. They have yeah, because it's like there's some kind of randomization there. It's like a ball rolling on a. When, when the avatar stops moving, the breasts are still moving for a long time. It's like, you know, those are early uh, pool games that you would play and you'd hit the balls. And you like in a real pool, they all kind of come to rest. Yeah. But in that, they would like still kind of jiggle a little like at yeah. the end. It's like that. It's like they, they need to do a little bit more. It's like, settle down, ladies. You know, I mean, those things are just going crazy. So, so Jason, I, I need to ask you, uh, given this story, 
What are you going to do with all that breast, all that breast inside the shirt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't you like to know? The mm. correct response is, I'm going to make, 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 make you work, make you work, work, make you work. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good, Noah. I Did you like, like my it. very staunch white yeah. reading of the Black Eyed Peas? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a white man. Singing the Black Eyed Peas in a very stuttery, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, manner. That was pretty good. Maybe you might have a future in a like Black Eyed Peas. I hope rhythmless so. cover band. I'll be the Black Eyed Prims as well. Prims, the Black Eyed Prims. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And this is the part of the podcast. Where Noah kicks the power supply and takes everything down. Oh yes, it, it was the extinction level event that occurred. That we've, we've been dreading at about. Yeah, it was interesting. I was in mid sentence, and there was just a click and a little. Bzz, and, <laughs> and then we asked Mark, and what that his was our show. Disaster level recovery or disaster plan. recovery plan was, and I had none. It turns out, yeah, there was zero. So now, after every single bit, we say, "Did you save? Have you saved?" Mm, yes. <laughs> I'm saving now while we're recording. <laughs> I just have my hand just pounding the record thing. For our next story, it's the StarCraft MMO rumors that have surfaced yet again on the internet. This time, they have resurfaced from Asia. Indopipe 555. <laughs> oh, very good. We're going to make you StarCraft MMO. <laughs> That's not exactly how the story went. But no? Something similar. If you were to check out, if you were in China if, during the last week and you I read were. the Trading Markets magazine, or perhaps it's a newspaper, I'd, I'm not exactly sure. I apologize. Or no, if you want to read it secondhand, this, you can just go to Tin Ton Hammer. <laughs> I can't believe you don't know. I, <laughs> Do you well, prepare at all for these things? I My <laughs> interdimensional transcontinental transporter. Oh. Time thing. Oh, that, uh, yeah, that happens a lot. Sorry. So, uh, we just have to settle for the secondhand report from Tin Ton Hammer, which we all like. We do. And is Unlike reliable enough for us. Anyways, according to Tin Ton Hammer, I'm going to quote a quote of a quote. <laughs> all right. So, this is as accurate as we can make this rumor for you. <laughs> it's a quote of a quote of a quote. Secondhand, thirdhand, something. I like have this from my boyfriend's girlfriend's sister. Yes. Yeah. Ravish. Who's, who, who I ravished earlier? Yes. So, Keijing Magazine reported that the first foreign online game to be operated by NetTease, which used to rely on independent R&D, will be StarCraft Online, developed by US-based Blizzard, quoting, quoting an industry insider as saying, NetTease CEO Ding Lei didn't confirm the market saying, adding that the company is observing many online games and has not signed any formal license contract. Now, if you're any fan of Blizzard or MMOs, of course, you've heard the rumors going back to, I don't know, 2006, 2004, Vivendi Universal saying all of Blizzard's main franchises will be made into MMOs because Warcraft was so big and blah, 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 blah. While we will, would all certainly love to see StarCraft become an MMO, or at least I would, I think it'd be pretty neat. I just don't know how they do it. That's and that's the big question. And coincidentally, I, mean, I can see how you can play like a Protoss, and I can see how you can play the Terrans. But what are you going to do with the Zergs? I mean, just the Zergs don't make any sense, really. Yeah, and 
That I, does not make sense. I believe an article over on Massively <gasps> oh. tried to address this very conundrum. And in the last week, they posted a story where they try to come up with a way that Blizzard can make an MMO out of StarCraft and kind of stumbled upon the same problems. They did a good explanation of Terran gameplay because Terrans suit themselves so well to MMOs with oh, yeah. the different types of abilities that you could learn. You could start out as a Marine and then you could learn the Firebat ability or you could be a vehicle specialist and all that other stuff and level up. And the Protoss, they kind of touch on that, but then they get to the Zerg and it's like, yeah, well, there's a hive mind and... Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah. Congratulations, just, you are a level one drone. It, what what you can do is follow the giant arrow that keeps appearing on the screen, <laughs> directing your every movement. And then Once devour. You're straight off your path. You're off your path. You will be punished. And then that's when these slugs come and eat you and rip you into a billion pieces for yeah, being a then bad you can, drone. And then, and then there's a point, probably a point in time there, where you, where it won't allow you to do anything because this big voice comes out of nowhere and says, "Spawn more, more overlords." overlords. <laughs> that's what it's got to say. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I'm ready to morph into something. I'm finally ready to be somebody. And then it says, spawn more over. <laughs> yeah. And then you You're can't like, play for Dang a while it. after that. Yeah, it's... What I thought one of the more interesting hypotheses and the massively read up about that was the writer posited that the game could potentially be exclusively PvP. There would be no PvE, that the best way for it to work would be just this constant battles and skirmishes. Hmm. And... Basing that off of, hey, Blizzard's got the money and the cloud to pull off something that sounds as insane as that, so why wouldn't they? Because it's insane. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I mean, I could see playing like a, I could see like a class pro- progression with the, with the Terrans and the, and the Protoss, you know, fairly easily. But N- unless they had a just... whole, um, way to play, like a whole new development set up for like infested Terrans. Yeah, human Zerg hybrids. That'd be like the only, like if you're a bunch of little Kerrigans or something. Yeah. That might be entertaining, but the thought Uh, of being just a Mutalisk or something, I don't know. An Ultralisk. Or an Ultralisk or a Hydralisk or a, I'm going to start making up words with Lisk at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Like a Noah-Lisk or a Jason-Lisk or a Jim-Lisk. (laughs) <laughs> or markless god help us i don't know i'm just i'm having a real hard time f- fathoming what they could possibly do with the zerg there but if there's somebody who could figure out something possibly cool it'd probably be blizzard at well this i point. mean yeah well they're the ones you who mean actard <laughs> created yeah, them actard yeah, or yeah active active wizard active wizard and interestingly that topic of pvp pve ties into another article that Jason noticed in the last week. Oh, yes. I uh, recently stumbled upon a really cool article on uh, Ten Ton Hammer, um, their, their Warhammer Online uh, portal, uh, which is called uh, Warhammer Online. Why should why the casual player should welcome back PvP? Uh Basically, and this is a great article. It's by Brock Ferguson. Man, you don't have names like that anymore. Brock. Brock Ferguson. Brock Ferguson. Dun, 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 dun. That's a pretty cool name. It's a cool name. Yeah. I should name one of my next MMO characters after that. <laughs> I'm Brock Ferguson. Oh wait, he doesn't have to necessarily be yeah, Scottish. Some some of the points he makes are, are 
you know, are kind of cool, you know, it's like, they're, you, you have like the, the casual crowd who, the you know, they just, they, they want, they may want to PvP every once in a while and not PvP all the time, not have to worry about somebody, you know, sneaking behind their back waiting to kill them as they start to fight a mob or something like that. Yeah, and then of course you have the exact opposite. The hardcore person who's like the hardcore griefer PvP like Noah type. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Noah. Noah, you're just God. You're ruthless, man. Ruthless. Murder, death, kill. <laughs> Murder, death, kill. Murder, death, Murder, Murder, death, death kill. kill. Murder. Red rum. Red rum. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the the whole concept that okay, well, if I do want to try PvP out, well, I guess I should play on a PvP server that's you know, has rule sets designed on PvP as opposed to staying on the same server. You have to start from scratch. You know, have to start from scratch, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, his point is, okay, well, the way they're supposedly designing Warhammer Online, where, you know, you may not necessarily have to PvP all the time to help contribute to the overall war effort, mm -hmm. you know, and, and still be a part of the whole PvP experience at the same time. Which is, you know, which they're promising that they're going to do. You know, and then they can also, you know, if, if on occasion you want to go out and hit, like, some of the, you know, the battleground areas or participate in city sieges, those kind of things, you can do that. You know, but you don't necessarily have to dedicate your entire time to, you know, PvP exclusively. Oh, right. And it doesn't require you to change, you know, change to a whole different server you know, leaving your guild and friends behind, you know, just to play PvP. And, the, you know, the same exact, you know, thing goes for, you know, us who like to play PvP a lot. You know, it's not necessary for us to, you know, go, oh, well, you know, all my friends are just playing on a casual role-playing server, so I guess I better go play there instead. Right, right. You know, and miss out on all the PvP stuff. You know, and I, I think that's a really good point to make, you know, and I think... You know, pl casual players should, you know, at least try PvP every once in a while. You know, even if they don't, you know, get into it all that much. And I think, you know, the world that, you know, apparently Mythic is creating for us to play in is going to allow everybody to play on the same server and it's not going to become an issue. I don't know. I, I like the... I understand the spirit of that story. But the... Mr. Brock uh, suggests that people should be allowed to jump in and jump out, which is cool. I like that idea. And the only difference really being skill set, but it's kind of implicit that if you're really not into PvP, you're going to get your butt kicked. But Brock's counterargument to that is, but maybe you might just happen to like it and then you'll become a hardcore PvP player. So therefore you should have the opportunity to consider possibly getting into it because apparently at some point everybody wants to try it out but to me the idea of what he's proposing doesn't really sound any different than what I understood PvP to be like on EverQuest where most of the world is PvE but you can go into zones where there's PvP and you can jump in and jump out anyway so it, I don't know if that's really a revolutionary idea oh right right you the the difference with Warhammer is that there's this overall goal that you can contribute to apparently either as as PvE or PvP. I'm not sure how material of an experience that'll be or how much you'll really feel like you're doing that when you're playing by yourself. If it it'll have the same emotional satisfaction. It really does depend on how they sell that. Cuz it could be this great system that nobody buys into 
or it could be just sweep you off your feet and you're caught up in the us yeah. versus them you're like you know you know it could very well be very polarizing you could be like you know like you talk to some wow addicts right and some people are like I only play Horde. I would never play Alliance. I can't stand those people. They're slimy. They're evil. They're terrible. <laughs> and others are like, I'm Alliance. I can I can possibly play Horde. Those people are terrible. They're they're juvenile. They're idiots. Blah 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 blah. You know me. I'm like, oh, I play both. You know, I yeah. like I like to check it all. But it could would be. Would you call yourself a flip flopper? Oh yeah, man. Waffler. Yeah, me and me and Carrie, boy, we're we're down <laughs> with the. But I mean, um. If they sell it right, if they really get you involved, if the if it's good, yeah. got a good story, you could find yourself, you know, just hating your your um, nemesis faction. You know, it could it could be pretty compelling, you know. And then the we'll uh, see how it goes. choreographed dance routines will begin. Yes, just like in West Side Story, and there will be snapping and oh yeah, <laughs> and splits in the air yeah. as you People angrily with dance at the other side. White t-shirts will come out and greased hair. It's always scary <laughs> when you do that, Jay. It is. And then he puts the bandana on. and It's already on. Dun, 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 the way he just peeled dun, his, dun, dun, his actual, his fake wardrobe off and had the West Side Story outfit on underneath it. Took his jeans off. and everything. It was, it was like, incredible. Whoa. Yeah. I wish I wish everyone could see this. It's quite terrifying. Maybe we should move on to our next news item. Jason, I can't believe it. Vanguard is one year old. Happy birthday, <laughs> Vanguard. <laughs> no Happy nipple birth- rubbing. Stop. Oh, this is very disturbing. <laughs> Vanguard. The West Side Story Happy outfit has birthday, been replaced with a Vanguard. Black Mary Widow. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Vanguard. Oh, the air just blew up between his legs. Oh. <laughs> the dress came up. It was horrible. So it's kind of... It's kind of, uh, I don't know what adjective to use, but it's something that Vanguard <laughs> is one year old. That's that's a long time for. My adjective is craptacular. <laughs> I actually hadn't realized until I saw the story that it had been out that long, and of course, as every good MMO developer it's does, it's amazing that it's still alive. It seems like it failed just the other day. <laughs> it's being treated <laughs> as a full-on in-game holiday with lots of little rewards, and the yeah. actual official day was January 30th of the previous week. Why does this game keep going? I just don't get it. I mean, well, I'm not trying to get on a rant, but why the hell are people playing this with all the good stuff that's out there? Why would anybody put themselves through this? I don't know. I think because they were waiting to be served cake on January 30th, 2008. So that, then they're just going <laughs> to, like, membership yeah. will just drop after off? After they gorge themselves. After the, it'll be like yeah. the, the morning after. They're going like, to go on a sugar oh, high. I see, I see this, after being ravished by this game for a year, I see it now in a whole new light. I'm sated. It's, <laughs> <laughs> my gluttony, gluttonous thirst has been sated at last with cake. See, well, so yeah, and you know, when we say something like this, our listeners are going to be like, play Vanguard as your L2P yeah, game. Yeah, punishment will now be dished out. Uh, <laughs> with frosting. <laughs> it's not a, a free-to-play yet, though. No. Oh, that's right. We would actually Soon, have to buy. Soon, And if I had to play it, I would go get that overpriced $99 collector's <laughs> edition from one of those Yeah, that's failing, like collecting uh, dust at the game local GameStop yeah, somewhere. I'd have to do that just to be yeah. truly victimized by it. You know, and speaking of 
game discounts. Didn't you just notice this last week, Mark, that another game Lojo's got... Lojo's at $9.99 if you sign up the right $9.99! Or, th- or it's $30, $9.99. but you get three months free. Yeah, so, it's like regularly 20 bucks, and you get a 10 buck yeah, coupon or something? I got an unsolicited email, or spam as I call it, and it's it crazy. Uh, said, yeah, nine ninety nine for Lojo. I was like, God, that plummeted fast. I mean... Hobbits is wow. cheap. Habitses, habitses, habitses. Habitses are being sold on corners for, for <laughs> sex now. <laughs> Everything must go. <laughs> I must have my Middle Earth experience. <laughs> Alas, poor Gimli is probably the real victim. The chickens but, are the victims, if you ask me. I would say so too. Too much chicken play going on in that game. <laughs> Uh, browsing through the interweb lately, I, I came across a uh, feature article on GamePro uh, called GamePro's MMO Report Card for 2007. Um, these are basically just, they're just weighing in on all the late arriving MMOs. Uh, Pablo Raza, they gave a B-, minus, um, which, you know, I guess that's understandable. Came with no PvP. Yeah, it didn't really come with the, you know hardly any PvP at all except for dueling, I think. And the beta was underwhelming. The beta, of course, was underwhelming, and that's you know that's that was part of the killing shot of, of that game. I think was just a total underwhelming beta, and then you know. Well, if you ask Lord people, British, it is. Yeah, well, you know, but it's true. You yeah. know, it's General like, oh, British. We, you know, we crapped out on the beta, and then we didn't add all the features until the, the <laughs> patch before the release, and... We've never marketed an MMO In before. hindsight, that was kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, come on. Give me a break here. So you were trying to hook the users. Anyway... Like the best thing about Tabula Raza was, while they tried to make combat look seem different with the aiming ridicule, that ridicule is... Right, and, and, and it, does, it does seem a little bit fast. You know, the, the gameplay is faster, it's... it's you feel well, you the said the war zones are probably the The war zones thing. are like the, the fun part, you know, when you're just trying to hold down the forts from, you know, invading, you know, invading reliving aliens. Starship troopers. Yeah, where you're reliving time. starship troopers over and over again, and it's really cool. Yeah. You know, that, that part's fun, and some of the instances are actually kind of well-designed, I think. Um, but like I said, it just, you know, didn't really turn out to be the game for me. Uh, and then they go on to review games like Hellgate London, which they totally oh. bash with a D. And uh, is that an so. MMO, Jason? Yeah, I'm still wondering that. I'm still asking no, the question. I think we've all decided it's not an MMO. Yeah. Mark, I think you've decided that's not an MMO. I've decided. And when I say <laughs> I, I mean we. And listeners, you know, you've decided it's not an MMO. <laughs> if you think it's an MMO, well, you're wrong. Anyway, I, I love how this article starts out just this little synopsis, I guess. It's, the level of cynicism surrounding Hellgate's community of players is astounding. It becomes easier to understand these embattled gamers when you consider that Hellgate was very buggy when it launched. Very. The game's performance was rough and the servers were quite idiosyncratic. Oh gosh, yeah, here comes all the malapropisms in this article. Yeah, exactly. I was trying to justificate <laughs> the intertwixt union of yeah. the union of the conundrum before I, read that I constipated sentence. my emancipation. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so yeah, this is grammar tangent, but I read that sentence and then I read the, the next sentence, or maybe it's the second sentence where he, he tries to use the word meme, and they're both totally 
misused. <laughs> and then it's funny because there's a reader comment at the bottom that says, I had to bust out the dictionary to read this article. And yeah, I'm like, well, no wonder because the words aren't even being used correctly. You know, Noah, I think that um, you would be like the perfect guy to start a little column on our site of <laughs> like people who blow it with malpropisms and other grammatical errors. Well, uh, you know, it's cool. Because I, th- I think it'd be funny. <laughs> It's just frustrating to me when people try to throw in these nickel words in the middle of No, a, that's a million dollar word, Noah. Nickel word. <laughs> Amongst penny words. In you fact, know. I, I love the, but Cut. this one's cool. Factor in some mega drama overseas. Would that be like the last episode where I tried to define initialism but was bass backwards and it was actually <laughs> yes, exactly. an acronym? Like exactly. when you get a little bit too uh, <laughs> carried away. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. S- basically, they, they say that Hellgate's still trying to recover from its launch. And this would uh, explain how the slow clip at which content is being delivered to subscribers. And the game's puzzling lack of essential MMO features like an auction house or a robust PvP system. Which Mark pointed out before. Yeah. I did in my in my 180 degree turnabout from I love it to I hate it over and of course then there is a fury which they rated at a D minus because fury is not really a complete game yeah apparently you know they said you know basically so much could have gone right with this game fury was an MMO where PvP was the focus it completely does away with the player versus environment model and the characters advance strictly through PvP, developing their skills and abilities while earning gold and treasure after every map. And match charms. Um, on paper, everyone is on equal footing while they, when they step onto the battlefield. Every ability in the game is insta-cast, which flies in the face of one of MMO's biggest, you know, PvP's foiling contrivances. But Lack- it was trying to make it, like, fast-paced. Yeah, I think maybe that was probably their intent. You know, and of course, Fury is one of those free-to-play MMOs Oh, that's now. another good one for the listeners oh. to subject so, us yeah, to. They, you know, definitely, if you, if you want us to try out Fury... Mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. I would like you to make us play guns, actually, because I'm pretty good at it. Smoke <laughs> these guys. You know, so now it's free-to-play. The future doesn't look very bright for that game, and, you know, that that's pretty much the essence of that article. They, they featured those three MMOs. Do you agree with the assessment, Jason? Um, with Tabla Rasa, I'd have to say, yeah, I, I agree with their assessment of Tabla Rasa up yeah. to a point. I mean, in Tabla Rasa, again, there's, the whole crafting system is so convoluted and pointless, and, you know, there's really no economy to speak of. You know, there's no point to selling any of that stuff. I mean, I remember when everybody was like, oh, you know, once the once that military surplus comes up, you know, things are going to be much better. And then, so everybody throws all their crap on the military surplus and nobody buys a damn freaking thing, you know. So no, there's like, a good economy. Yeah, you know, it's it's. Nobody hysterical. wanted all those uh, no, I mean, fuchsia-colored chest plates. No, no, nobody wanted your, mm. your, your fuchsia paint. You know that 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 that's one of the problems with the game is that or the drop the pink sword of the drop vibrations. rates. You know the drop rates for everything was so ridiculous. You never had a need for money, really. It's a broken economy. Then you know, it I mean, was pretty ridiculous. You know then they item they tried itemizing every everything and you know that didn't really seem to do much except you know. You know, make people want to get like the purple items or whatever, but that was easily attainable through quests anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It just it really never made any sense to me, and 
and they're, you know, that's just how that economy is right now. I'm sure that they're probably going to work on making improvements to that, but initially, right now, there is no economy to speak of in that game at all. And you never thought Hellgate was an MMO? No. I mean, I, I saw how it was on Mark's system. I mean, it was just an instanced place where people, you know, you went into an instance where there were people there, and then if you cho- if you chose to team up with them, yeah. you know, you could run missions with them. But it was all instance. It was like everything was an instance. There was no world, world poor, out poor there. Bill really. And it was a random generated instance. Yeah, you know, it was like, uh, you know, which I think, well, actually I think that would be kind of cool, like if there were like random dungeons that you could like find, Yeah, you know, in, in, in any MMO. You know, if there was just, like, random dungeons, you know, here and there, you know, that, you know, you might be able to go into it, but somebody may not be able to for whatever bizarre reason. But you'll, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing. But in Hellgate London, it's kind of like, well, everything's instance, so it's like, man, you know, there's no... Yeah, it's very repetitive. Yeah, it's just... Did either of you ever try Fury? I did. Yeah, I totally agree with their take on it. Yeah. It's like if I wanted that kind of game, like a real PvP-centric game that didn't have the whole persistent world thing, I would just really get into Guild Wars because it's so much better. So much better done. So many more people into it. You know, it's alive. It's really a kicking game. You know, I'd have done that. And it's mature. Pretty looking game, but I mean... So on the show, we talk a lot about Warhammer and Conan because they're two of the bigger MMOs coming up. We're really excited about them. Yeah. But what's interesting and kind of unusual for many MMO developers out there is Funcom has Conan coming out, but we already know about their next big project after that, which is The Secret World. Unfortunately, we don't know too much about it, but some recent news, they they made a recent statement that... The Secret World is going to be heavily inspired by the Japanese horror movie The Ring, which was remade locally with Naomi Watts. And sucked immensely. Yeah, I didn't like it. That was really dumb. It didn't make any sense. If you see the movie with The Ring, you die. Oh, is it that one? Yeah. It's the videotape one, yeah. Oh my god, that movie sucked so bad. Yeah. What I think is intriguing about The Secret World, just from the, the original press release that was issued about it back in May, is that... It's an MMO that's set in, quote-unquote, a time very similar, very close to our present time, and it's set in real-world cities like London and New York, but it's not like Hellgate, where it's this... Demons totally have come through a rift, apocalyptic. like they did in the other 29 yeah. other... Yeah. This one, they try to make it seem a lot more like our current world, except with the weird X-Files supernatural twist. There's conspiracy theories, there's mythology, there's monsters, and... And I dig that, you know? Yeah. You know, it might not be in the same time period as, like, the H.P. Lovecraft stuff, like that 20s, Which they also say is another type of influence for them. But that is kind of cool. So if I see the ring in the MMO, am I going to die? Yeah. It's actually, if you play the MMO, you're going to die. Oh. In fact, reading about it as set... Motion, has already set it all in motion yeah. already. You are now at this point. Damn it. You are one step closer to death. Yes. One breath closer to death. A soggy nine-year-old nine year little girl is going to leap out of your computer. <laughs> and she's going to beat you to death with your mouth. You're with your mouth. Well, with your Damned. mouth. 
<laughs> you're about to, she's gonna rip your jaw off and yeah that's what she does but anyways just that there's been one poster of concept art and they have some viral marketing type website set up for the game there's not too much to see but the concept so far sound really cool so i'm looking forward to seeing what funcom, funcom can i'm excited with. about it i'm i'm at this point just excited about mmos that aren't fantasy or straight or sci-fi. up sci-fi yeah something. something that's like a little different you know like the ccp vampire one that's going to come out yeah um this this sounds good the agency i'm just kind of looking for something a little different you know? yeah what barbie barbie Dreamhouse online isn't doing it for you right now Oh, it's doing it for me. But not for any of the right reasons. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll put her in her pink chiffon dress with the pleated boot thingies. And Will the... she have any uh, flexi prims? <sighs> huh? What? Oh, sorry. I'm back. Oh, okay. No flexi prims for Barbie? Oh, it's the wrong game. Only Aww. for Ken. <laughs> the flexi prim crotch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you got, uh, listeners, if you haven't seen the video for Flexi Prims over on, I think it's on YouTube, right? You've got to see it. Yeah, you should you go check it out for just, Second Life. It's, it's the most ridiculous you thing I've ever seen. Second Life boobies and it'll yeah. come right up. And then sure. you can use your mind's eye to imagine what Mark just referenced, and it's really, really funny. Yeah. Funnier, funnier, funnier the more I think about it. <laughs> That's your next development project. I think so. I think so. Soon you too will be making money on Second Life. You know that their economy is actually dying right now. I mean, like all the big companies that had started to set up shop in there have they're pulling, pulling out. Pulling out. Everybody's pulling out. It's like a mass exodus. So it's actually going to, you know, that whole, oh my God, we can have virtual conferences in here and do all this stuff. It's like everybody's like, yeah, it's just a game, you know? And. All the projections for how big it was going to be didn't come true, so, yeah, whatever. But back to our topic, I am really excited about that game. It sounds pretty cool. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. And that will take us to Jason's Oh, no, no, we're never going to end this segment. No, no. <laughs> we'll continue forever. I will not stop. I refuse. No. Apparently there is a new documentary called Second Skin, which makes us basically look like a bunch of addicted dorks who play MMOs, and it kind of... What a stretch. Yeah, it kind of takes the lives of seven people, and they kind of, you know, just follow them throughout their their online adventures. and Sexcapades? And, and potential sex, sexcapades. I think there's actually, like... People who hook up and they actually follow two people who end up hooking up together. Wow! As well. Uh, anyway, it's called uh, Second Skin. You can go to SecondSkinFilm.com to to check it out. Um, it's basically just a trailer. I'm not sure when the when the documentary is going to be released. Uh, just you know, it seems to me like it could be a interesting look into you know real people's lives in their virtual in their virtual world and, oh, big time you know see what see what they do see how they act i guess see if they're the social rejects that they're accused of being seriously i mean god i'd almost hate for somebody to have a documentary about me you know i i, I know that i probably wouldn't allow them to even come into my house 
half the time, I'd be like, no, 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 no. Oh, I would, but I'd Stay like... Stay away! I'd want so many props to really achieve the over-the-top representation of myself that I'd want to pull off. Like, I'd want to have, like, all kinds of, like... Star Wars or Star Trek action figures like lining my <laughs> shelves that have never been opened. Yeah. Kind of like the 40 year old. This is from episode house. 12. Yeah, I'd want to have that. I'd want to be dressed like in, uh, you know, period clothes with a with a sword. Right. You know, <laughs> speak with a really bad fake um, British accent like I do typically. Yeah, that wouldn't be anything but, new. I don't know. It looks like it's a pretty interesting project just to kind of see how people interact and how how relationships are formed and yeah, like I said I don't know I don't know that I mean I, I think I, I'd have to credit the people who actually let them into their yeah lives for You're brave for, really for a period of time because I, I wouldn't have done it I don't think there's any way I would have let them in I was like no I don't want you to see my my crazy foibles about you know <laughs> I have to rearrange everything in my backpack just so, or else, you know, I, I think it's like a total absolute mess. This is my gaming chair. No one touches the gaming <laughs> chair. I was in this chair when I deemed level 70. <laughs> no one, no one shall... I don't know. To me, I don't know. It's just gaming chair. Like I said, I have, I have, res I have some respect for the, for the people who actually allowed them to, to film them. Yeah, but it's pretty cool. I wouldn't let him do it. They say when that thing's gonna come out, or is it? Mm. Is it like? I'm sure it's a direct to DVD project. Uh, can't imagine it will be opening in a major metropolitan theater near me. I don't know. I mean, you never know. I mean, it's like it could be in, in a lot of those small film houses. You know, I just hope like, that um, like that King of Kong documentary. Oh yeah, the King. Yeah, yeah. I hope Christopher Guest like makes fun of it though and does like a. <laughs> A uh, like a um, Spinal Tap version of this. Or <laughs> this Best is in Warcraft. Show. Yeah, it'd be great. Like a get a bunch of comedians to do a version. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Morrison. <laughs> As Jason is crooning to you after our thorough ravishing <laughs> of you, <laughs> of you, <laughs> by us, we have reached the end of our speedy episode 27. And I'd like to make one more plea for you guys to write us at mail at channelmassive.com. I don't think wow. he's going to stop. He's not going to stop. <laughs> Mail at channelmassive.com to give us your suggestions of where we should start with our L2P tour of, of free MMOs. <laughs> Excellent. Unfortunately, there is no deceased rocker MMO. Unfortunately. But maybe Second Life we could make a, our own little... <laughs> Yes, prim enhanced. Yeah. And he came to the door. <laughs> and he inside. Please, guys, please listen to our next episode. Don't be dissuaded. <laughs> there will be more Jason singing. Father, yes. Son, I want to kill you. You want more of this. We know you do. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our show, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. 
Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.